0: Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. And you're about to get jumped.
1: Welcome to episode 199 of Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, a weekly podcast where we watch the anime so you don't have to.
0: Yeah, but maybe you should still watch the anime.
1: Well, this week on Get Jumped, we're watching Naruto Shippuden, episodes 139 through 143, where Itachi's past turns out to be Itachi's secret past. Sasuke changes his team name, and the gang fights an octopus bull. Sometimes
0: you just gotta get into a fight with an octopus. Sometimes you gotta get into a fight with a bull. I'm assuming in this scenario you have a cape. And in the third scenario, you go under the sea, and you find an octopus that, that has fallen madly in love with a bull and drowned it. But right before it drowned it, it got it to artificially inseminate it, Um, And then it used, uh, I'm I'm assuming, Atlantean technology um, to have a child, and that child was an octopus and a bull together, making it a rival, I would say, of Namor. I'm assuming this is what's going to be in Wakanda forever, but I, I could be wrong. Anyways, let's jump in.
1: So I'm glad you brought up Wakanda forever because uh, that is one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Oh my God, man. Uh, it's it just... shows you so much without telling you almost anything. <sighs> it teases without giving anything away. Like, honestly, I am, I'm going to watch new trailers when they come out probably because I'm so excited for that movie, but I would be happy to go into that film with no other information because that trailer is phenomenal. And I don't know what to expect. I will say the one mistake that they made is they should have introduced Namor not with some backlit scenes and not with that one shot of him from behind. It should have just been a close up, slow sweep of some abs. And that's it. And if you know, you know. And if you don't, then you don't know.
0: <laughs> the amount of people that commented on Twitter, just something, something daddy. Was just like a, a wave of things. It was like it was like almost half half people that were like, "I'm so emotional because I I I'm just so sad that he passed away." And the other yeah. half was just people that were just like, "He can take me, Namor, take me now." <laughs> yeah,
1: I am sad and horny.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, so we've been away for a couple of weeks. Some big. Th- Things have changed inside of the podcast world. Um, I'm also, gonna... some of
1: the news is old news, but we're going to mention it.
0: <laughs> yeah, anyways. Um, so, I, I'm going to go ahead and run through pretty quick uh, the the big things that are going to be changing inside of the show. Uh, first and foremost, I don't know if you're going to be hearing it inside of this episode, um, but we're just making everybody aware that uh, we are going to be finally, uh, after much heeing and hawing, uh, adding... Hemming and,
1: and
0: hawing, heeing uh, <laughs> and hawing. Heeing and hawing
1: is different.
0: <laughs> we, well, we're More horses in this to our scenario. <laughs> <laughs> um, hemming and hawing, uh, whatever. Uh, it, inside of this,
1: inside yeah. Of,
0: inside of this episode, you may or may not hear uh, ads at the beginning of the show. Um, we or
1: intercut. We don't know how this is going to work. <laughs>
0: we're not exactly sure. Uh, the biggest reason why that we're doing this is that we've. We've just spent a a long time trying to go back and forth on just the Patreon model, um, and we found it to be um, a little bit unsustainable. Um, in the long term especially as we try to move on to bigger and better things with the podcast yeah. Um,
1: also the podcast is much more of a job than you would anticipate
0: <laughs> yeah um so just just be aware of that we we love that people are still coming out to this you still will not have to pay for anything in of the show to listen to it um however there well, are well i
1: mean there's there's extra shit you can listen to but it's not any of the essential content
0: correct so, so here's here's the two things so if you want to listen to it and remain free and uh, you want to listen to an ad and don't mind that um, because lots of people do that um, we we will have that with our normal episodes. We will also be adding onto our patreon a uh, and the episodes without ads on them for patrons only as well as patreon only content. Um, we are also going to be adding inside of that content. Uh, we're going to keep on going with Bleach. Um, we have we have additional stuff that you get as part of the Patreon. Um, it's not just ad-free episodes, but you will also get that. Um, so if you want to do that, uh, that's that sounds great to me. <laughs> if you, <laughs> um, you want to hear love...
1: me talk about Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Yeah, we did that's that earlier. That's our recent Patreon thing.
0: Yeah, so um, if you're interested in us just shooting the shit that's that's where it's going to take place. Um
1: so fine. we're fun. We're fun. We're the, fun people.
0: The next thing is also a a pretty big one um which is that we are going to be doing a monthly giveaway. Um this is going to be a a pretty Uh, a pretty cool thing actually Uh, because geekly grind is providing us with the ability to go to different cons um, and they provide different fun things for us to give away. Um, I, I've, accumulated a couple of these things, uh, from our provider and they're really cool. Um, so the, the first giveaway that we are going to be doing for this month is a twofer just to get things rolling again. Um, and it is, uh, two awesome hardback cov- uh, covers. I think they're both hardback, one of them at least. Um, but, uh, there are two of the new mangas by Genji Ito um, if Ooh. you are unaware um, and you like horror at all and you are getting your feet into anime or manga and picking this up, uh, you will be amazed at how unsettling these books are. Um, these manga are both very, very well done. Um, he he also has uh, another manga online that people talk about relentlessly inside of the horror genre. Um I believe, uh, God, I cannot remember the name of it off the top of my head. It's the one where they're going the, into like people-shaped holes. holes.
1: Uh, yeah, they, there's th- there's one called Uzumaki that I always remember because that's Naruto's last name because it means spiral and that's also what he's using there. And that's probably his most well-known named work. Uh, but yeah, that, the people holes one is also there. I'm just going to Google Junji Ito people holes. (laughs) See what happens. The Enigma of Amigara Fault. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's it. (laughs) And one of them, it,
0: if it that we are going to be giving away, I'm going to post a picture of both of them together. Um, but the, the really, really cool one that just came out is called The Liminal Zone. Um, yeah. I, I, I got it sent to me, um, by, uh, our Geekly Grind overlords. Um, and it is, it is upsetting. Um, but it's also fantastic. Um, the, the premise of it is, Um, man, it's hard to, it's hard to explain. There's, uh, there's a character called the weeping woman. Um, and if you're somebody who is, uh, a little bit, um, (laughs) if you're, if you're upset by people that are like, hyper emotional and it seems like they're coming out of nowhere with it. I I explained her to somebody today as, um, if you ever wanted like a good representation of the witch music from left for dead playing in the background, um, of your, just your actual funeral that you're at. Um, this character is like that. (laughs) Um, it's, It's a lot. Anyways, uh, that's going to be our giveaway. In order to enter into this, um, you have to go onto one of our social media things and uh, uh, like and or share um, this, uh, this, not this giveaway post, but just one of our posts about this episode. Um, I'm also going to be posting something about this, uh, giveaway. If you want to share that as well, share it with your friends, add in more people into the pool for the thing that you might want. Uh, that's, that's on you. Um, but anyways, uh, it's, (laughs) we don't know your business.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's a giveaway
0: and it's for free and it's for fun. Um, we're just he
1: and Han over here.
0: Oh my God. We're all horses. (laughs) Anyways, uh, the, the last thing is something that Blake and I went back and forth on, um, and we both sort of felt it, uh, but it is, it is just one of the things that we're going to have to do. Anyways, uh, instead <laughs> of putting out two episodes a week, we are going to be shifting into putting out one episode a week. Um, yeah, but a larger that, episode. Yes. With that being said, this episode, as well as future episodes are going to be longer. Um, we loved the weekly jump format Um, the thing that is the problem with it is having to record two episodes. So what we're going to do is, uh, the weekly jump is going to be part of our episodes. So the way that our episodes are going to be broken out, and this is one of the things that other people have pointed out. Um, there is the intro, uh, there is us bullshitting and doing this, this conversation thing. Um, that that's actually what they're in right now. Um, then there is, uh, there is anime related news. Um, and then we usually go straight into the episodes. Instead of that, we are going to be shoehorning in one thing after anime news, which is our weekly jump. And in that we are going to be covering something from suggestions. Um, and Blake's random grab bag of shit.
1: Um, yeah, some most of them will be suggestions. Usually under normal weekly jump rules, I would try to get one suggestion and then I would try to pick a thing to fill in the other slot because we would do one manga and one anime a week. Usually the suggestions are for anime unless otherwise specified. Um, and so I would pick one or the other and then uh, the suggestion would fill in the other slot. And so. Uh, yeah, now we're only going to be doing one a week, either a manga or an anime this week for our first time, we had an idea to try out reading the manga for a thing and then watching the anime next week. I don't know that we're going to do that every week, but we'll, we'll give it a go. We'll see what happens. It'll, it'll definitely depend a little bit on some of the suggestions as well. Uh, excuse me. And we'll see. <laughs> yeah. So with all that
0: uh all that shit that we just talked about, uh in your in your brain holes. Brain holes. Ooh, anyways, oh. um, let's go ahead Can and talk news? about some anime news. I'm gonna talk about the first one because it is more important to me than it is to anyone else in the world, which is that cool. holy shit, man, I am so fucking pumped about the fact that we are getting more bleach this year. Oh man, it's so soon awesome. actually the the fucking trailer came out for a thousand year blood war and uh, it looks, it looks like I want it to look. And I, I have been deep down worrying about this. If you see a trailer for something that you have been waiting for a long time and it looks like you want it to look and it's going to be an actual anime adaptation from the creator it can really, really get your hopes up about it. If that other thing is a live-action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop, you might be let down. Um, but here's the thing. This one is has helmed by Kubo himself. And that is that is what we fucking need inside of the situation. Um, and this is this is exactly what this is exactly what I want. I've haunted this for so long. I've I mentioned it on our Patreon a long time ago, but Bleach is one of those manga that got me into anime in the first place. And I I have been waiting for this arc specifically um, since I, God, man, I was still in college when this arc was coming out. Um, and I I have been waiting for that amount of time in order to get... Exactly this, a good anime version of what I would consider to be my favorite arc of the manga and arguably the best arc of the manga. It's just, man, I can't wait.
1: (laughs) It's also the anime deserves to end with this extra arc. It is, I know that there are people out there that know the story. I know that I have been told the story and I just don't remember it, but There is a reason that the anime never animated the ending. I think part of it was they started to catch up. I know part of it was that Bleach's popularity started to wane as it uh, came to its close. And so I think during this arc, it wasn't as popular as it had been. Um, And obviously, as you just heard from Spencer, a lot of fans who kept up with it felt that that was a disservice to people who had read up until that point because they missed out on some good stuff but uh yeah i don't remember why exactly the anime just didn't do this and it is it is well overdue like bleach bleach is not the best anime ever created but it deserves to have itself completed and i'm excited that it's happening
0: yeah it's just it it's something it's something that i have been i've been dying to see for a long time um and before people like, freak out about who is directing and written it, I, I understand that there is a different director and there is a different written by um, than Kubo himself. Uh, I understand that. But from yeah, everything... How anime works. Yeah, it's just... That's how the animation game works. Um, but the, the nice thing about the way the studio has been going about it is that they are doing a shot-for-shot retelling of the manga. Um, and the, if you haven't read this manga, um, Bleach, the, Bleach, the anime is real good. Um, there's a lot of parts that I wish didn't happen. I'm looking at you about arc. Um, but I, 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 on the whole think that the anime is very well done. Um, especially when we got to the Aaron car arc, um, the the way that 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 arc is drawn, the the amount of money that got poured into that anime, um, the the quality and the style that they got to before they took a kind of a tumble off a cliff at the end of it. Um, there's just there's large swaths of the anime that are fantastic. However, the manga it it is all go all the time, and it is very well done the entire way through. And so we are going to get, I think, by the end of this, a uh, Bleach Kai um, where they just cut out all of the filler episodes, and then you can just watch one good anime adaptation all the way through. I am so yeah. ready for it.
1: And I you swear can to God. do that. You can jury-rig that by skipping some episodes, but uh, as is the case with Naruto, there is filler stuff that gets put into non-filler episodes yep. that you can't skip. Occasionally there is non-filler stuff that gets put into filler episodes and that's even more frustrating. Yep. And, uh, you know, the, wor- the worst sin of all, uh, I would say is much worse with Naruto than it is with uh, Bleach, but you get pacing issues caused by them dragging ass because they don't want to catch up to the source material. Yeah. It would not exist if they didn't have to do that. Like they would tell the story differently if they weren't, trying to match this artificial barrier. And so, you know, you do hope for those things. And that would be sweet to get a, it would be sweet to get that for Naruto too. Honestly, how have they not done that officially?
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, there's also some sad news. Bad news. Blake.
1: Do you want to hear some bad news?
0: Yeah, tell me um, about this it. This is,
1: again, because we haven't recorded in a while, uh, some of this is old news. So this is almost a month old. I hope you've heard this news If you have, I hope that you don't get too upset re-hearing it, but I definitely think it's worth bringing up. Uh, Unfortunately, the author of Yu-Gi-Oh! Kazuki Takahashi uh, has died. Um, I've been looking at a couple of different news sources, and it sounds like he probably drowned in a snorkeling accident uh, or while snorkeling. And uh, he was 61, I believe. So that's pretty young, uh, all things considered. I mean, you know, you're, you're starting to get into the older section of life, but you're not at that point where, like, you're going any day now. So definitely before his time in an unfortunate way, it sounds like he had rented a car to go on, like, a, uh, a solo snorkeling tour to himself. And the rental car company contacted authorities when they were not able to get in contact with him. And then his body was found in the water, and so uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen um, on these articles any discussion of him having any series that he was working on currently. It's my understanding that the Yu-Gi-Oh brand sort of passed from his hands uh, a while back and is is being carried on by other creators. Um, but I don't know if he was working on anything actively that will, you know, now uh, most likely come to an end. Uh, early just because its creator isn't working on it anymore. But yeah, regardless, it's very, very sad news um, and really shocking news when when somebody that has such a cultural impact is just kind of unexpectedly gone in an accident. Yeah. Um, so that was sad. And then I wanted to bring up a fun thing. This isn't news, but I saw a fun Ask Reddit thread that was titled, What's the Best Anime You've Ever Seen? I thought it would be fun to just look at a couple of the top ones because, uh, you know, we're an anime podcast. I thought this would be an interesting discussion topic. If you guys wanted to chime in to us on the Discord or on our Reddit page about what your favorite anime are, I would love to hear what it is and why. Um, And whether or not you agree with some of these picks. I also wanted to note this was posted to Ask Reddit, which is a... A general um, questions community. It is not anime specific. This may have been posted. The this may have been posted to anime specific communities as well. Um, but this is specifically being asked of the general public, and so these are answers that were being given. Uh, you know, it's not like the people from those anime communities aren't also answering and ask Reddit potentially. But these top answers are most likely getting some, at least some, boost from people that are not anime fan enough to be on those anime communities. So that'll mm-hmm. be kind of interesting to see uh, the top comment. So I am pulling this up right now. We're recording this on uh, on August second, so uh, this is this question was posted four days ago. It's unlikely to have major changes at this point. Uh, the top comment is Samurai Shampoo, nice. which is one i have not seen but we've talked a lot about on this show and obviously i love its you know sister show cowboy bebop uh let's see full metal alchemist brotherhood is the second top comment and uh yeah i can back that i would say that's probably probably up there in my maybe top three or so um, okay hold on <laughs> <laughs> hold on The next comment is started this today. Oh my God. It says started today after someone said it has a cute little girl and a dog. And then the next comment is they really bond. You'll see. (laughs) Uh, I think
0: think somebody, I think somebody may have been confused.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So then, uh, our third one is Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> That's uh, I would uh, I would put probably put that at the top of my list. Mob Psycho 100 it comes in number four. Very good choices, and uh, Yu Yu Hakusho shows up in the fifth slot here. Yeah. So uh, those those are the top ones. We got One Punch Man at six, Ghost in the Shell at seven. Akira at eight, which yeah, I guess uh, I think a lot of the times I think of anime as anime series, but yes, movie. And then the the ninth one is a list of things. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off there, but yeah, uh, that's uh, those are some good anime. I'm happy that we've covered most of them, and I'm hoping that we'll cover the rest of them. But yeah, I thought that was cool. Uh, I don't think that that list is particularly surprising. Um, but i would yeah like i said i'd love to hear people chime in on what they think about uh, which ones on those lists they would agree with which ones they would disagree with what they might add or subtract and why okay well uh
0: let's go ahead and get into our weekly jump then um so blake we have uh we have to talk about this this uh this little show that has been i would say uh Man, the manga and the show have been pretty big recently. Uh, I've yeah, the show seen, is
1: more recent.
0: Yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of people talk about the show online. Um, the the show we were talking about just to, to give it away is called Spy X Family, um, and uh, uh, we're gonna say the X uh, as is tradition with our show. We say um, the
1: X on this show.
0: We do. Um, it is it is something that we do. Um, if you don't like it. Uh, then I'm sorry, but also uh, not sorry I'm enough not to sorry. stop doing I'm not it. Not sorry at
1: all. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for nothing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, we should uh, take
1: more multi-week hiatuses. This is a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's exactly what fans of a show want. They want more <laughs> multi-week hiatuses. Um, okay. So. Here's here's my first take from Spy X Family.
1: Um, did you do? That you did is, the manga or the show?
0: The manga. I did the manga. Good.
1: Okay. Good. Because I I wasn't sure. Because we. To do. Well, we had communicated late, so I wanted to make sure that that had worked out. Okay. Well. Oh. Let me just. All right. Tell let me. me, me just, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me about it. Let me
0: just tell you that this is a, this is a manga that I wish was a television show made not in Japan. Um, Uh Is that weird of me?
1: Um, (laughs) Well, explain, explain. Well, okay, okay. Here's the premise. The premise is there's a spy. He's a super spy and they need him to infiltrate a guy who's really cagey and really only interacts with other parents at a prestigious school. And so now the super spy needs to have a family because he needs to get into the school, but he has to have a young daughter to do it. So he adopts a daughter from an agency, and then he uh, finds a woman to be his wife. Uh, Like, I was going to say pretend to be his wife, but that's not 100% accurate. But uh, it's all pulled together real quick uh, so that he can accomplish his mission, but it turns out that the daughter he adopted from the agency is telekinetic, and so she can hear all of his secret spy thoughts and the woman that he has uh, enticed into marriage is secretly an assassin. And the little girl wants thrills in her life, so she is excited that her new mom is a secret assassin and her new dad is a secret spy, and neither of them know each other's secret identities, and now they are living together and being a family. Yeah, and
0: here's the reason why I I wish this this was made not as a manga and not as an anime. Um the humor that is in the manga i can feel i i really i really connected with the the humor that they were coming up with inside of it um but there were so many points where i was like ah, it's like it's a little bit too much of the anime humor that just doesn't it's not my favorite and i wish you know that it was just the the you know, done by a little bit of a an American adaptation of it.
1: Maybe, Maybe that's a, bit a complete more of a Western sensibility.
0: Yeah, and and the the big thing about it is I don't I don't dislike the manga. It's it's not it's not a shonen. Be aware of that. Um no. I, I think people that would explain it as a shonen, I I don't I don't think it's shonen in the sense of what most people think of Shonen now, like big battle battle animations and stuff like that. It's not a
1: battle anime, which is what we think of Shonen to mean. Technically, Shonen is anime directed at teenage boys. So it could technically be a Shonen, but it is not what you think of when you hear Shonen. And I would argue that it pulls a lot from Shoujo, which is uh, anime directed at teenage girls, generally is going to be your romance animes. And I feel like this is really playing a little bit heavier in that territory, but with like a comedic conspiracy spy thriller twist.
0: Yeah. And I would say one more thing that it really, really reminds me of, um, is something closer to an anime that it got a new adaptation of it and it's been kind of going for a really long time, but it's really, really close to the genre of a loop in the third. Um, it it, it is uh, like, like, remember when we watched the, the movie version of loop in the third, where they were stealing from the big Cagalastro's castle or whatever it is. Um, it's, it has a lot of that humor inside of it. It is darker than Lupin. Um Lupin has like the the feel of a Pink Panther um
1: mm-hmm. sort of thing, but Lupin's it, it, working a little bit on cartoon logic where like basically everybody's going to be okay at the end.
0: Yeah. So this is this is like the anime the anime sort of version of Lupin the 3rd, a little bit darker, um a little bit weirder. You you still have, like, a a lovable main character that is uh, definitely way less silly than Lupin. Um, but it, it definitely has that feel of somebody that is dangerous, but also puts on a little bit of a, um, you know, a, a fun facade over the top of it. I, I just... I end I ended up really enjoying the chapters that I read of this manga um and I I don't know if I really expected it when I came in to begin with um I was just pleasantly surprised by the end of the first few chapters um I also I also really liked the dynamic between the uh our our protagonist as well as the the little girl that he adopts Um, Mm -hmm. because he is this sort of lovable gruff murderer. Um, and she's just like this, uh, tag along scamp, um, that you, you really, there's this, the best example of it, by the way, I, I would say in the first chapter is that moment where he's kind of connected to her. She's kind of connected to him and they've had this, uh, this moment where she's been captured and brought back um and he saved her and she just while he's asleep he she crawls up uh, and like falls asleep next to him and it's just this great moment of like yes it is a a adoption that was done for business reasons for this man but it is also a a way for this girl to get a family and a father figure that ends up caring for her and I just, I, I really, really connected with this.
1: Yeah, I expected that of you. I also really liked this. I expected to like it because I've heard so many glowing reviews, but I was a little nervous that I wouldn't like it because as we said, it is not generally the type of anime that I'm going to reach for. If you, if you told me this premise on paper, I might or might not be intrigued because there is that kind of like Mr. and Mrs. Smith spy dynamic and that is fun but in general it seems to me like it's going to be a bit of a slice of life where these slice of life situations are resolved with like you know monster of mission of the week type of spy crafts i guess and they're probably going to play the mr and mrs smith angle a little bit and I think that I think that all of those things are fun, but they're not 100% what I'm reaching for when I reach for an anime or a manga. And I think it's interesting what you said. I hadn't thought about it this way, but I, this would totally work as a Western adaptation. There's nothing about this that is inherently Japanese. Uh, and there's nothing about this that is inherently animated. And so I think you could totally do this obviously there are you know i i say nothing about that this this that's a bit of an exaggeration there are sort of comedic bits of you know exaggerated violence and stuff that would be harder to pull off even in a comedic toned live action series that's trying to play this straight you're going to have to rework things subtly to make them fit with a a, a believable degree of believability uh while still matching that somewhat cartoonish comedic tone. Uh, But yeah, this would actually make a great adaptation. Um, That said, yeah, this was great. This was it was really charming. Uh, It was genuinely funny. I thought the little girl was funny. I definitely see what you're saying, Spencer. That definitely is pulling uh from a lot of that like, look at how funny this character's face is moments. Mm -hmm. Some of those some of those it's goofy because it's goofy humor rather than like it's funny because it's funny and um you know that doesn't always work for me in the context of this story i don't you know i read this last night i don't have any major memories of jokes that didn't work for me or of anything where i was just like groaning or rolling my eyes um there was definitely some there was some stuff in the third chapter that's really focused on him looking for a wife um and that I thought was maybe delving a little bit into the sort of like cultural differences in like sexist beliefs about gender roles. But I even then I got the impression that this was maybe them more establishing the rules of the society, the fictional society in which these characters live, rather than maybe pulling directly from a like, Japanese society or something like that. So There were a few times where I was like, oh, this is icky, but it felt like a, it felt icky in that like this fictional society's values don't match mine rather than this real society's values that this, you know, fictional story are pulling from don't match mine. So overall I had a great time with this. I'm actually genuinely looking forward to reading more of it. And I'm really looking forward to watching the, uh, the episodes next week.
0: Yeah. So uh, with all that being said, uh, we, we, we do have our regular scheduled anime to cover. So oh, Blake, no, I
1: didn't put it previously on. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I watched um, these episodes so long ago. Okay, we'll do it live unless you want to do it.
0: No, nope, it's not going to happen this week. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Blake, <sighs> tell fine. us what happened previously on Naruto Shibiden.
1: Naruto Shippuden is a story about ninjas in training. It focuses usually mostly on a kid named Naruto. That's why the series is called Naruto. And uh, he he's, you know, training up to be an, an anime ninja. So he wears bright colors and he does cool shit like, you know, firing wind bombs all over the place and summoning giant creatures. But, you know, ninja, that's fine. Um, Shippuden is the... Sequel series, kind of. It's not actually a sequel series, there's just a time skip, and they put the word ship it in on it to indicate that this is after the time skip. So before this, they were much more in training. Now they are a little bit closer to trained, and they're doing bigger and cooler shit all the time. Um, Naruto is on a team right now of other heroes trying to find his estranged teammate from childhood. Um, He's not going to be doing too much this episode, but that estranged teammate is going to be a major focus. So said estranged teammate is a kid named Sasuke. Sasuke grew up in a clan that was massacred one night, leaving him as the only survivor other than his older brother, who was the guy who it turned out did the massacring and then fled the village uh sasuke consequently had a huge chip on his shoulder and wanted to become a ninja first and foremost so that he could become strong enough to seek out his older brother and exact revenge for the murder of his entire family um in our last episode's coverage the long-awaited showdown between sasuke and his older brother uh, itachi came to pass they had a big fucking knockdown fight And they burned up all their energy fighting each other and were left, you know, both barely conscious and able to move. And Sasuke just barely pulled out the victory. Uh, And he defeated Itachi and Itachi died. And Sasuke then passed out on the rooftop where they fought. Um, Sasuke and Itachi are from the Uchiha clan. And so this would presumably leave... Sasuke as the only remaining Uchiha, although there have been rumors going around that there is another Uchiha running about specifically because Naruto has a giant demon beast, a nine tailed fox sealed inside of his body that appeared in their home village when they, when Naruto was a baby and everybody thought it was basically a natural disaster that there are these giant demon beasts. that maybe appear sometimes and there's nothing you can do except try to weather the storm. But uh, ever since then, people have started to wonder if maybe there weren't somebody who actually pointed the demon their way. And it would be really hard to do that unless you were one of the strongest ninjas in history. And one of the strongest ninjas ninjas in history is Madara Uchiha, which is the, for, the founder, essentially, of the Uchiha clan. Um, he was not the first Uchiha, but the Uchiha clan was, and well, you know, Uh, no spoilers, but we're going to get into that this episode. You're going to find out. So Madara is presumed to potentially be alive, but most people write this off as a uh, misguided theory because Madara would be, I don't know, like 200 years old at this point. It's very unlikely that he's alive. And, uh, Itachi is now dead. Sasuke is passed out after having gotten his revenge. Naruto and his group are on the way to try and find Sasuke. They got kind of close, but then there's this character named Toby, Toby is from an organization called the Akatsuki. That is an organization that Itachi has been working with that is trying to gather up all the giant demon beasts and seal them away in a giant stone statue to do something that we don't know the purpose of yet. Um, Unfortunately, when you do this, you take the beast out of the person that it got stuck in. And that person dies. So Naruto has one of those. We don't want that to happen to him. We know that this villainous organization is going to do something. We probably don't want to happen with these giant, you know, nuclear-powered demon beasts. And uh, Toby is the newest member of that organization. He's pretty mysterious. We don't know much about him. He wears a mask. And he is very goofy. And he has shown up to essentially distract Naruto's group from getting any closer to Sasuke while Sasuke went ahead to fight Itachi. And so I think that's basically everything you need to know to pick up with the uh, the aftermath of the Sasuke and Uchiha, uh, the Sasuke and Itachi uh, throwdown. Uh, we'll pick up here in episode 139.
0: Yeah, episode 139 is called The Mystery of Toby. Hey, did you ever think to yourself, Man, I wonder what would happen if no jutsu turned into a manifestation of an episode. Well, <laughs> you're going to be in luck with these episodes. Um, the episodes are 139, 140, and 141. They are titled, In Order, The Mystery of Toby, Fate, Then Truth. And, um,
1: it's backstory.
0: This is backstory.
1: It's not talk it's, no jutsu. It's
0: so much talk no jutsu because uh, it's, it's so much talk no jutsu that while in the first part of the story, uh, Toby has to tie up uh, Sasuke so that he won't leave so they he can hear more story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, um, I would argue that talk no jutsu is talking specifically during a fight instead of fighting.
0: Yeah, but what would happen inside of the scenario if they weren't talking at each other? Um if Toby wasn't talking at him, he would have to get into a I'm assuming a Sharingan fight because uh spoiler alert, um Toby is revealing himself to be none other than Madara. Uh Madara? Madara? Uh, Madara. Yeah. yeah. Um so I've This been, is I've heard it said with a Japanese accent because I, I don't think I've ever watched the, uh, the full dub of this part of the anime I don't know if oh, I've yeah, ever and heard his name said the, with an English accent
1: the dub runs out in these episodes which I find incredibly frustrating because now yeah, I'm weird. a dub only type of guy because I want to be able to watch it without having to work and maybe be able to look at my phone every once in a while <laughs> mm. so now it's all subbed and I mean look I love Japanese voice acting. I think it's great. I think the original work is so good and I really enjoy just kind of the cadence of the Japanese language as it appears in these anime, but man, the convenience of watching a dub is so nice and there aren't any more dub episodes. It's insane that they just never did it. The I I didn't I neglected to research this, but my understanding from reading about this years ago is that the Naruto series was originally being dubbed by Cartoon Network, and it was originally released right before I believe they used to show Naruto before Adult Swim. They would have a couple of anime that would show up and then Adult Swim would start and would be mostly comprised of other anime. And then uh, Naruto, as it got further into its story, they moved it into Adult Swim so they could release unedited episodes. And then Naruto ship it in. I don't remember if they started doing it on Adult Swim or if they just never did. Because Disney bought the rights to Naruto Shippuden, which is such an insane mismatch. (laughs) And then they started showing Naruto Shippuden on their Jetix block, which is not Adult Swim. And they were dubbing it. And they they had the same voice actors come through. I mean, some of them changed maybe because the characters got older. But I think they basically all stayed the same. And uh, so it's the same company that's dubbing it, basically. But now disney is releasing it releasing the dub for their like children's cartoon block and this is one of those things where you're like some disney executive in charge of programming at jetix was like you know what is a cartoon that's popular naruto and no i haven't seen it but let's buy the rights So eventually they stopped dubbing it because the show got too violent for their network. And so they just quit. And I was like, fuck you. Put it on a network that is correct and let them finish because this show is super popular and really good. And now literally, like if you're the type of person, there are people out there who don't want to watch anime in the original language. They only want to watch the dub. There are people that are unable to watch most of Naruto Shippuden because they just fucking stopped dubbing it a few seasons deep after realizing what they had bought.
0: Yeah, it's really weird. Anyway. So, Back to the story. <laughs> Alright, so here we go. Um so this story is all about how uh Madara's <laughs> life got flipped turned upside down. Um <laughs> but the the reason why is uh he had to go along and he had to assist uh Itachi Uchiha um in murdering everybody in the Uchiha clan. And Sasuke is like, yeah, I knew that part. And he's just like, yes, but what you didn't know was the reason why this started all in the first place. And it all starts with you asking a question in the past when you're like, why is the Uchiha clan symbol the thing for the military police or whatever police inside of uh, our village?
1: They're basically like, the village police force.
0: Yeah. And they were like, well, they were given that spot of honor. And I'm just like, okay, well, let's hear about how it's not actually an honor. So um, back in the past, before they had uh, the leaf village or the hi- village hidden in the leaves, um, there was a big giant war. It was called the third ninja war. And it was big and bad and awful and everybody wanted it to be over because as they say in this episode, I think three times I counted it, war is hell. And I'm just like, oh man, that's like, that's been used too much. But anyways, um, I mean,
2: you're
1: right. And it is perhaps the most succinct, accurate statement about war, but yeah, it is, you know, I mean, it's not news
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyways. um, So (laughs) The way that they decided to end this war um, was that they got in touch with the two biggest clans that were being used as part of this war. Um, and uh, those two clans, one of which was the Uchiha. Um, and then the other clan was called the. Fuck, I can't remember their name off the top of my head. Um, yeah, was it Hashirama? The Sinju uh, clan.
1: Sen- yeah. Senju, Senju? Yeah, yeah. Senju, Senju. Yeah. Yes. Not so Senzu. Sen- Senju, Senju.
0: <laughs> so the Senju clan and the Uchiha clan were used as the biggest two clans for warfare inside of this area. The Uchiha were uh better warriors uh, because they had this superior eye technique, the Sharingan. Um while the Senju clan had at its helm two brothers that were insanely powerful. Um, so that's going to be Hashira and um, God, I Hashirama. Hashirama and his brother. I cannot remember his brother's second name. The Hokage. Head. Yeah, the
1: second Hokage,
0: yeah, Tobirama. Tobirama. Anyways, um, one has uh, this insane technique, which is Hashirama, who ends up being the first Hokage. Um, and his technique is wood technique, um, and it's the ability to create. Wood out of basically nothing. Um, that yeah. doesn't seem like it's a insane technique in a world where people can literally breathe fire. Um, but when you think about the the fact that most um, techniques are going to be using uh, using something like you know um, earth or fire or water or something like that and a trying heart. to manipulate it. Uh, <laughs> And trying to manipulate it, having the ability <laughs> to—I say that
1: as a joke, but it's actually kind of how Naruto works. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, it's it's uh it's it's just one of those things where the the technique ends up being more powerful than you think when you see it on paper.
1: Anyways, um, they do a good job representing it in the anime too. Hashirama shows up for a fight in the original Naruto mm-hmm. about I don't know like eighty episodes deep. Yeah. And uh you've seen a character throughout Shippuden that uses a weaker version of the same jutsu that is still awfully powerful. So I think they do a good job of selling how dangerous growing a tree out of nowhere can be. Yeah. So Madara
0: um originally goes along with this fight. Um and uh is is battling back and forth and uh he also agrees that war is hell, but it's something that they have to do in order to stay ahead. And one of the things that he does in order to become more powerful and to support his clan is that he sacrifices his younger brother in order to get a perfect uh, maki go. Oh, god damn it! I cannot pronounce manga, this word. flavored sharingan. <laughs> I think it's mangekyo. Uh, yeah, Monk. Mang- yeah. Anyways, uh, so. This gun is the most powerful gun you can have, um, and in order to get it, you have to take the eyes of somebody that is, I believe, related to I, you. Um, I think it, it's
1: the person—oh, yeah, maybe it is, bro. I, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think they do say something about how it has to be your sibling to get yeah. like, the most perfect version. Yeah,
0: I don't know— I don't know if you get, like, a worse version of it if you take it from somebody who's not your sibling. I also don't know if it has to be brother to brother or if it can be, like, boy to girl
1: or girl to boy. Um, Probably just sibling, but I don't know. I mean, you know, there is... The the author's not great with girl characters, so he may have used the language of brothers when he, you know, technically siblings would work uh, because it's not relevant in the story because there are no female Uchiha until... Uh, Boruto that are relevant here. But uh, yeah, they they do have... It's a little confusing, too, because you have... So you have Sharingan, you get your regular Sharingan that awakens just sort of as a part of puberty, essentially, once you get strong enough, your Sharingan awakens. Then you have your Mangekyo Sharingan, and that only awakens when you kill the person that you care about the most, uh, your closest friend. Uh, now, there's an asterisk there, because... Sasuke did not kill Naruto uh, and was able to awaken his Mangekyo Sharingan anyway. So it may be a su- uh, a subset of perceiving yourself to have killed. It may be reaching a certain power level but killing that person can sort of like be a mental trick to get you there. Uh regardless, there is that rule to awaken Mangekyo and then what we have recently learned is that the Mangekyo is super powerful but has a a devastating toll on your eyesight. In that your eyesight basically gets used up by you using the technique. And the workaround for this is taking the eyes of your sibling. So in one instance, you have to kill the person you care about. In the other instance, you have to remove the eyes of the person you're closest to genetically. So they, they're a little confusing because they're a little close to each other, but they are different.
0: Yeah. So um, here's the thing, though. Um, we find out that, by the way, this is all This is all stapling together these three episodes because it all happens sort of out of order you're finding out the history then you're finding out that um, well the next big thing which is that after killing everybody inside of this village it turns out that Itachi was actually trying to save Sasuke um, and Sasuke is like what and he's just like yeah yeah and then uh, we find out a little bit more about the history of uh, this clan and the founding of the the village hidden in the leaves. Um, yeah, which he's by like, the way, okay. they were like, this is more than 80 years ago. And I was like, 80 years doesn't sound like that years. long st- amount yeah. of
1: time. <laughs> I, th- I mean, I think, I think maybe they're working off of like, I think they're working off of like old timey ideas. I, I, what am I trying to say? I don't know. I mean, if you're if you're 20 years old and you're founding a village that was founded 80 years ago, you're probably not around anymore. So I guess it works, but yeah, that doesn't seem long ago. It seems enough. way too recent. Yeah. It seems way too recent, <laughs> but, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say, okay, so here's, here's two things. Number one, it Madara, this, uh, it's hard to remember back because I remember we were watching these episodes, you and me, When we were in college together and we would hang out, we would get together, we would play magic and we would watch Naruto uh, or the office. Uh, And these were the episodes that were happening. I remember freaking out the first time we watched the fight that we're going to get to at the end of this coverage. And you, I think, read ahead. I think you were up to date on the manga because you tend to be. And I was not. And so this was news to me. And I remember the reveal of Madara as the secret identity of Toby was mind-blowing. And on a rewatch, I'm like, I don't think it's possible for that to have been true. Because not only do they spoil it in the opening (laughs) number, like the intro to the show spoils who Toby is. (laughs) Because the big reveal was, oh shit, Toby has a Sharingan eye. He's Madara. And in the intro way before they get to that, they show you that he has a Sharingan eye. They reveal it in the intro before they reveal it in the story. And, uh, then they've spent like 10 episodes lampshading the fact that Madara has to be alive because they won't shut the fuck up about him. And I'm just like, it's so obvious at this point that it's Toby. I can't remember how or why it was such a surprise to me when I was a kid. Maybe it was when I was getting the manga, from Shonen Jump and I was reading it and I was actually ahead and I knew that he was Madara before we watched the episodes, but the reveal in the manga wasn't spoiled by everybody talking incessantly about Madara and also the intro. So I don't remember, but I remember this being a huge reveal and how excited I was when it was revealed. Cause I love those big, like, you know, mic drop reveals like that, but watching it through this time, I was just like, this is the most obvious telegraphed reveal in the history of reveals like if you don't know at by the time that toby reveals in the story that he is secretly madara if you don't already know it you haven't been paying attention mm-hmm. and so i don't know how to re- reconcile those twos uh the other thing is <laughs> how how i am the protagonist is it of them to be like there were two super powerful clans in the past. And then their resolution to fighting each other was to form an uneasy Alliance that birthed the village that our heroes live in and not any of the other ones. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. So Madara is like, all right, you knew that your brother killed your whole family and you thought that he was the villain, but he was the hero. It was your family. That was the villain. (laughs) Yes,
0: because, because it turns out, uh, first and foremost, uh, there there was a battle because they wanted to form this village, but the problem was Madara was just like, this is a good idea, but what the fuck did I give everything for? If we're just gonna uh-huh. fall down at the feet of somebody else, we're gonna fall under somebody else's rule. This is bullshit. I don't believe in it. Everybody should stand up to this bullshit ruler of this other clan that we've hated for so long because we've been in a bloody war with them. I don't believe it. It shouldn't happen. And Hashirama is going to, uh, he's going to kill, inside of quotation marks, Madara. And everybody in the Uchiha clan folds afterwards, but still they're just like, I don't know if I really want to be part of this village. And so there is a plot under the uh, the what is happening inside of the village under the ruling class in order to take back over this new village that has been or take over the village that has been created for the leaf village they give them the title of this clan, the Uchiha. They give them the title of being the police force and they force all of them to be part of this police force basically so that they can keep an eye on them with their actual secret police force, which is the Anbu black ops. And
1: yeah, there is is like the, the Uchiha have been made into the police officers and the Anbu are your FBI and your CIA that are, perfectly happy to keep tabs on and investigate local authorities if needed. And that is the whole purpose of it.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 kind of a fucked up thing where they're just like, let's keep them, let's keep them strong in case we need them. However, we will know all of their weaknesses because we have infiltrated them and how we should fully yeah. infiltrate them takes us back to Itachi, which is Itachi is actually a secret agent for the Ambu Black Ops. And yeah. he is so, also a double agent for the Uchiha clan, but he is secretly a triple agent <laughs> because he he is Anbu first, then Uchiha,
1: then Anbu again. Well, he's again. Leaf Village first. Yeah. And so, the Anbu is, in his opinion, serving the Leaf Village's interest in ways that the Uchiha are not.
0: Yeah. He is he is a very interesting and intricate character that has been overwhelmed by the fact that he has to keep all tabs on these two large factions that are moving towards ahead which is a massive coup where they try to take down the uh the ruling class of the village hidden in the leaf. And before that can happen, they release Itachi and his other friend Madara Uh, who were calling Toby um, in order to kill all of the Uchiha clan. And that's what they do, except for Sasuke. And the reason why Sasuke is able to get away with this and get away from being killed is because Itachi only really loved one person inside of his clan, and that was his brother. And he is looking out for him even even when it costs him everything, he is going to look out for him. And he knows that after he had joined um, with uh, with the... God, why is... Why is oh Akatsuki. Uh, After he joins the Akatsuki, he knows that Madara is going to be a threat for Sasuke. And so one of the last things he does in order to protect Sasuke is that he is going to give him perfect makiigo shiringan and he is also but there's a
1: trap card
0: <laughs> yeah he is also going to set amaterasu up inside of him in order to react to um madara and take madara out if he needs
2: to
1: and it's just yeah, he programmed a trap into the eye that he gave sasuke to unleash amaterasu the moment that eye saw madara <laughs> Yes. So that he could in, engulf Madara in unquenchable black flame before either of them knew what was happening and Madara would be killed before he could influence Sasuke. And so I, I think it's worth repeating what happened here. So we've got Sasuke believes that his older brother. So everybody knew that Itachi was a prodigy. They knew that he was such a prodigy that he was one of the youngest members of the Leaf Village ever to be accepted into the Anbu Black Ops. Everybody thought that Itachi, for some reason, unknown reason, turned against his family one night and killed all of them and left Sasuke alive as a fuck you to Sasuke, as just sort of a a middle finger of emotional torment. And Sasuke has spent his entire life believing this, and Itachi has basically not disabused him of this notion in the few times that they've crossed paths. Um, Sasuke went through his entire life up to and including the moment in which he fought his brother to the death, believing that Itachi killed his family for no apparent reason. And Madara is here telling him that secretly it was because Sasuke was never aware that his family were all planning a coup against the village where he grew up and that they were killed in government action led by Itachi to quell an uprising before it began, that Itachi was the hero of the Leaf Village because he was working at their behest to preserve the Leaf Village, but because this was a black ops operation, he had to be perceived as the villain and therefore went on the run with a villainous organization. And it is presumed that he was aware that Madara was secretly pulling the strings of the Akatsuki and therefore maybe even joined up with the villainous organization, the Akatsuki in the first place to keep tabs on Madara and not in any way out of villainy in his own heart. And so this may have been a lifelong series of undercover missions in which he never got to play his real self and always played a misunderstood villainous version thereof.
0: Yeah. And it's, uh, it's real fucked up. It's uh, very upsetting for it's Sasuke pretty good to find retcon out. work too but it is it it's it's really well done work um so yeah, it's good hats off to the creator of uh, naruto
1: and Lex. also naruto is really good occasionally at pulling in real world politics into its fantasy setting and this is one of those instances that kind of like infighting polit- political maneuvering is really interesting to me and they use it very very well here
0: Yeah, And uh, the final thing that happens inside of these three episodes, this backstory gigantic uh, three episode arc, um, is uh, we are going to have Sasuke realize uh, the (laughs) final words that were said to him by his brother, what they meant, and he is going to change the name of his group that is going about um, instead of trying
1: deeply misinterpret these words.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Like <laughs> Itachi Itachi died hoping that Sasuke would see the light and ostensibly return to the side of the goodies, which is to say go back home. Sasuke is like the Leaf Village used my brother, led him to be a hated pariah for his entire life and now he's dead and I will never forgive them. This is the opposite result that Itachi wanted. And it is somewhat influenced by Madara. And you're like, this is potentially why Sasuke or why Itachi didn't want Sasuke talking to Madara at all. Because he maybe anticipated that Sasuke would react poorly to this information. And yeah. here it is. And he's also like, we've been calling our organization Snake, and now we're gonna call ourselves Hawk because I don't know. And uh we're gonna we're gonna work ceaselessly to bring down the Leaf Village and then Madara. Uh, At episode 142, Madara is like, well, instead of that, I have a mission for you. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so that takes us into episode 142, Battle of uh, Um, Unraiko. This episode um, leads us into possibly the best character of the show. Um, He's up there. He's definitely in the top five, maybe top three, Um, but anyways... Um, they team Taka is uh that is their name. Um, is going to <laughs> try to bring down the eight tails. The eight tales is hosted by a character named Killer B. Um, oh yeah, he is in the land of lightning. Um, and this episode and the next episode, right here are this episode and this next episode are all about fights. Um. This next episode is called 143, the eight tails versus Sasuke. Um, if you didn't see that coming, you didn't hear me say great fights. Um, because (laughs) killer B not only has a, a crazy fighting style where he just holds a bunch of fucking swords in every crevice of his body. Um, (laughs) including one
1: one in each hand, one in his (laughs) mouth. He's got one between his knees He's it's got just, swords everywhere.
0: Yeah, he's just a man made of swords. Um, it's
1: deeply and, impractical and somehow looks cool.
0: Yeah. Um, so the best part about it is that uh Jugo and uh <laughs> Jugo and Sugetsu um are gonna be like, okay, we're gonna be able to take we're gonna be able to take him for you, Sasuke. You're not gonna have to like uh sully your hands in him. And killer beats um. beats the fuck out of them so fast. <laughs>
1: Not even trying. Oh my
0: God. We haven't even explained the fucking best part about it, which is that Killer B just talks in rap.
1: He just... Killer B is a rapper. He He is an amateur rapper.
0: He is just... Oh my God, this character. He Um, is always working on his next
1: sick rhyme.
0: He also just basically breakdance fights with swords.
1: (laughs) He's so cool.
0: (laughs) He's like... He's like everything that you wanted in the 1990s for your best friend. And if yeah, if we can see him just rapping and spinning and breakdancing on a piece of cardboard in an alley, I would be down for yeah. that. I know we don't ever get
1: people to... He is people. definitely the king of hip hop in the Naruto world. Yeah, He wants to be a rapper. It is not clear whether or not he's supposed to be a good rapper. I've always gotten the impression that he is not. Yeah, I'm, I'm under the impression that he is constantly working on making rhymes, but he will do things like bite his tongue or fail to rhyme or stop to try and figure out a rhyme or stop in the middle of a fight to write down an idea for a verse that he will figure out later. And the, the idea is that he is a deeply passionate amateur rapper and that that is his number one thing. But in his free time, he has become one of the strongest motherfuckers around and he will suffer no fools. (laughs) And he just dispatches Jugo and Suigetsu. They're alive, but they are not fighting anymore. And Sasuke is just like, well, um, I guess I'm going to fight him then. (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, this, this turns into just
0: a fantastic fight sequence where Sasuke is going to Uh, he's going to try to anticipate the things that Killer B is going to do. Um, He is not going to be able to keep speed with Killer B. Um, And the first thing that is going to happen to him is that he is going to get stabbed just just really badly. Um, To the point where Karin has to help him and heal him. And uh, he has to do a a multiple fight technique with Jugo at the same time and Segetsu so that they can uh, uh, get killer B inside of a corner. Then killer B reveals that he has another ability that can, he can do where he can summon like a cloaked form, which is, you know, we've seen yeah. it with uh, Naruto before where like he goes into Fox form, but the and way the that killer is B,
1: kind of like shaped like the beast that of
0: Yeah. But the thing about Killer B when he releases his is that he is able to control this form as if he is in like he is one with the tailed beast that he is using and this is something we've never seen inside of the show um yeah. like we've seen we've seen it either take over the host form half half form uh inside of this but we've never seen them working in tandem and that is fucking terrifying for these characters they have to fight together in order to believe that they have brought down killer B only to be knocked back. And Sasuke, um, finally getting to the point where, um, he, he thinks that he has the upper hand only to be stabbed with a lightning lariat. And it fucking, no, no, I I thought Sasuke was dead.
1: He is clotheslined so hard that his throat is crushed And part of his chest explodes. Yeah, it's fucked up. He's definitely, he is dying. He's not dead. He's got a couple of seconds. And Karin has an insane healing ability. But Mm -hmm. she is like, this is beyond my help. This is such a fatal wound that I cannot stop him from dying. I don't know what to do. And only because Sasuke had a curse mark. And killer, and uh, sorry, Jugo is the guy whose abilities spawned curse marks because of that. Jugo is able to manipulate the wavelength of his chakra to match the curse mark wavelength of Sasuke's and therefore imbue Sasuke with some of Jugo's life force. This also somehow weirdly results in Jugo de-aging Which I would have expected the opposite, if anything. But uh, either way, this narrative ass pull is the only way that Sasuke manages to survive this deeply fatal and truly shocking attack.
0: Yeah. So here's the last uh, thing that uh, Sasuke can do, which is he releases Amaterasu on Killer B. And Killer B, really the only reason that he is he is stopped by this is just because this is a technique that is on par with the most powerful techniques in all of Naruto. And that that being said, it is one of the things that it cannot be stopped once it is released. We'll, we'll put an asterisk next to that in a second. Uh-huh. Um, but once it is released, it is something that burns until it, there is nothing left to burn. And Killer B is, is understandably unable to stop this because it is a technique that is just so powerful that, it, that once released, it's, its devastating effects are almost completely unstoppable. Except for if you have this new Sharingan, you can turn it off. <laughs> you could just be like, okay, we're done, Amaterasu. And Amaterasu's but like, this is
1: okay. <laughs> This is a Herculean effort. And I, I approve I think that this is fine because this is a, a way to level up Amaterasu is to make it a slightly less uncontrollable force of nature that you release on people by allowing you to control it at great physical cost. And essentially Sasuke is already weakened in this fight, but him, he has to use this ability because Karin gets caught in the blast and he does not want to burn up his healer. And so he is like, I will do, I will try to figure out in this moment how to Stop Amaterasu from burning, and he succeeds, and that is it for him. He has no more energy to fight. That took everything out of him. And I yeah. think that's a perfectly reasonable trade off. Um, so. Uh, unfortunately thankfully... for the
0: heroes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um,
0: yeah. And the heroes being uh, Killer B. The v- um, v- villain? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Killer B uh, was also incapacitated by this. And uh, there's some cloud ninja that are watching nearby. And they're just like, oh, man, uh, we need to go tell the Kage real quick to help Killer B. Um, and it turns out the Reikage, uh is actually Killer B's brother, which leads to a a new... Man, this family is some of my favorite characters from all of Naruto their this abilities are just so so cool. Oh, yeah. All of their abilities inside of this village are so fucking cool. Um, but yeah. that's where we're going to leave it. Uh, so yeah. I've
1: got one last thing that I forgot to mention during the news earlier before we sign off, which is I am going to be at C2E2 in Chicago this weekend on Saturday, the 6th. So if you're around, hit me up on probably Reddit is the best way to get to me. Um, Uh, Or our Discord. Let me know. And uh, we might be able to run into each other.
0: Yeah. Um, So stick with us after these new and improved credits, and we'll talk about what's coming on next week.
1: Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions and presented as part of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network.
0: Sound editing is done by Rashad English. He's our level 15 sound wizard.
1: Fireball! Fireball! Fireball!
0: Ad free versions of our podcast are available on Patreon, along with extra Patreon only goodies like additional conversations and articles written by the hosts.
1: Follow us on Twitter at BNS Get Jumped.
0: Like us on Facebook at facebook.com Blake and Spencer Get Jumped.
1: Or talk to us on Reddit at r slash Get Jumped.
0: We also have a Discord server, and you can find links to that on our social media platforms.
1: If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other listeners find our show.
0: New episodes come out every week.
1: Thanks for listening.
2: Hello, my name is Jeremy Snow, and I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind, a geek-centric website that covers all manners of topics from video games and anime to tabletop games, board games, comics, and more. If you're looking for a website to add to your daily rotation for some of the latest news, reviews, and overall takes on where geek culture is headed, make sure to bookmark thegeeklygrind.com and pay us a visit. I also wanted to thank you uh, for being a faithful listener to this podcast Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is a vital member of our podcast family, which also includes Knights of the World Table, which is a DD and d audio drama podcast, The Ink and Paint Club, an animation podcast, Comic Book Keepers, which is a comic book podcast, and Geek Exploration Podcast, which is on general geek culture. We also have the Geekly Grind podcast, which provides audio renditions of our published articles, special guests, and more. Make sure to seek those out and listen to them wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again. Next week on Blake
1: and Spencer Get Jumped, we're watching Yu Yu Hakusho episodes 95 through 97.
0: Yeah, so uh, it, it's, we're approaching the end of Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, so everybody be aware of that. And if you were thinking to yourself, man, I remember another show that was done by this creator who had a weird ending to the anime, um, that is not a one off we're going to get mm. real weird at the end of you Hakusho. show uh it it's 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 going to be there's 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 demon monks uh there's well, uh, yeah, some there's punishments yeah there's some punishments that are trying to be you know uh belayed by koenma uh y- you're, just just prepare it's it's going to get weird
1: okay